Welcome back to the Andrew Curtis Show, featuring me, Andrew Curtis. I'm the one constant in your ever-changing life. Isn't that nice? Um, this week, um, a little backstory. Uh, I have noticed that there are certain topics that it's very hard to have a constructive conversation around. Have you noticed this? Uh, you can throw out a particular topic on something like Facebook or whatever, and things just immediately get heated, uh, or it just becomes very hard to talk constructively about it. You know, it could be health-related, it could be politics, all that kind of stuff. So this kind of got me thinking about those kind of topics, and I had a bit of an insight, which was that really um, that kind of a conflict is in us. It's in you and I. There's nothing inherent about any topic that says you have to have a um, particularly aggravated conversation around it. Uh, and just around that time, um, something popped up that made me think of a couple of friends of mine who have uh, made a, a choice in their lives, which is controversial to many, um, comes up for a lot of scorn, uh, and that is the choice to become vegan. Uh, a lot of jokes going around about um, vegans, like for example, if you did CrossFit and were a vegan, what would you tell other people first? Um, the point being that these guys, I thought, you know, if we can actually talk to people who have made this kind of choice um, and just give each other a bit of a break, it gives you a remarkable chance to have an insight into why people make a certain choice. Uh, and I wanted to, uh, I guess, set an example for how you can have these kind of combos, if that's all right. So anyway, I got in touch with Charles and Ferris Beasley and uh, they became, ve became vegans a little while back. And I just decided... First of all, I wanted to understand that choice, but also too, just to how to have a conversation with people who have made a decision about something that's radically different from the way you live your life. Uh, and yet in such a way that, you know, we come out of it and we're still friends at the end of it. In fact, just quietly might be talking to Charles about something else, um, which we hint at during the course of this podcast anyway. So um, anyway, I went around to their place the other week, had a bit of a chatter about them. And well, let's just say we started off in the most beautiful of settings. I'm in a treehouse. <laughs> I am in a treehouse where dreams are made. Yeah. Um, hey, thanks for having me, guys. No problem. You'll need to You're you'll need to sit slightly further forward though, oh, okay. because it would be a real shame if people just hear me talking to myself for like an hour. <laughs> um, so, the reason I got in touch with you guys was because I was very inspired by the fact that you guys decided to make a big change about how you lived your lives, mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily a, a popular choice no. with a lot of people. Pregnancy is <laughs> never popular. Oh, that's no. not what we're talking about. Uh, uh, well, uh, guys, surprise! This was our, this was our way of note, creative way. way of doing it. <laughs> Everyone's coming up with real creative ideas. Yeah, no, it's like it. you know the new engagement like proposal story. It's like that's all been done, but what yeah. about the What's baby next? reveal? What's the next chapter? Yeah, as I said, you're having a glass of pinot. Yeah, What's oh, it actually a Shiraz? Shiraz. Oh, yeah, I got sad. onto Shiraz a little while ago. And I thought, okay. yeah, same actually. Yeah. Yeah, changed my life. Anyway. The point is, after <laughs> one minute of not talking about anything that we were going to be talking about, so there's a, a nasty rumor going around. Mm. You guys are vegans. Mm. Mm. Wow. Terrible. Wow. How do the parents feel about this? It's out. I think people know now. We're well, out. Yeah, yeah, but like, jeez. <laughs> I know. It's I mean, what a thing to do to yourself. <laughs> I know. You know? Oof. Why would we, right? Well, look, I actually, one of the main reasons I want to talk to you guys was that I think, <laughs> obviously, there's a little bit of, little bit of negative, um, I don't know. Negative media feedback yeah. about such a choice. Do you find that? Well, I'm in the vegan community. It's all positive in there, oh, isn't come it? On, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's all going well. So yeah. We know. yeah. I think we all live in our little echo chambers. <laughs> we're all just used to Ooh. what we hear and Ooh. positive feedback loops and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you know what? I deliberately subscribed to like when I found out about echo chambers, which, by the way, if you don't know what they are, it's that things like Facebook customize yeah. your content mm -hmm. based on what mm -hmm. you said you want to look at. Mm. So I d it was one of the most traumatic things I've ever done. But I made myself go through Facebook and like link up to like Fox News. Oh and, like, no, you did All didn't. this kind of like extreme right wing just to stuff. See it, yeah. Just to be all like, yes, yeah, so I'm a communist, by the way. If you're listening, <laughs> that's why. That was hard. So like, yeah, just to kind of bust yeah. myself out of yeah. that kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. And that that's a topic for another day, but I a think very a very interest, <laughs> interesting topic. I think you've sure. secured your reinvite back onto the show just with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um... So, but right. the vegan thing, right? Like, again, big call to make and. I don't know, there's a hell of a lot kind of connected to that. So how did you mm. how did you come to that kind of a choice in the first place? Tell me the story. How did we come to veganism? Mm. Wow. Or did mm. veganism find you? Yeah. Mm. Well, mm. kind of. Well, also with Ferris, actually. We've been, we've been married over three years. And a year into our marriage, um, Ferris decided to make a big change. And that was going vegan. And yeah. 
For me, it was kind of like, I don't know, I just, for me, as I sit here amongst two males, it was very much a hormonally um, driven change, actually. Okay. So I have a very good friend who's vegan, and one of her main um, contributors to veganism is hormonal as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm South African, and mm-hmm. we eat meat with breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you and just, our snacks oh, yeah. are built on. So it's like, <laughs> we you just are as close meat, as there is to a race yeah, of carnivals within yeah, humanity. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, I thought it was absolutely ridiculous. I would never do that. Absolutely not. And um, it was just suggested to me, like, why don't you just try cutting out animal products? Obviously, milk is a heavily hormonal product because it's to raise a baby calf, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was ridiculous. You know, I've always had milk and meat and stuff like that. So, But I was so kind of desperate for a change. I just, as I was getting into my mid to late 20s, I was realizing that I couldn't just do things that I'd always done. I was just having a lot of problems with it. So anyway, long story short, I literally was like sat Charles down and I was like, <laughs> I've got something to tell you. He was like, what? I was like, I'm going to try a vegan diet. Probably. In my mind, I'm just imagining you literally sitting him down like, Charles, you'll need to sit down. I have news for you. And Charles going, oh dear God. Yeah, like, what is that? What You've is that? have been married for a year. This can't be that conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh no. It was worse. I was becoming a vegan. Oh no. So anyway. Um, I don't know you anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've changed. Yeah. So, and it was really kind of, Honestly, overnight, it wasn't uh-huh. something that I was like, oh, I'll cut out meat and uh-huh. then I'll cut out eggs and I'll cut. And I, I want to be really clear, I was like so into meat, eggs, dairy. Like sometimes we'd just have meat as a meal, mm-hmm. but like a mm. side of eggs and dairy. Like, yeah. you know, and um, basically I just changed it. And Charles was like, okay, so I'd make my dinner mm-hmm. and I'd make Charles's dinner with the meat. Because of course, my reason was nothing to do with the meat. I was happy to cook meat, mm. um, but I just wouldn't eat it. And then, yeah, about a month or two weeks later, Charles was like, wow, your dinners look so good. And, you know, I could try eating that. So I was like, okay, that's like <laughs> how, that's my view of it. But mm. there's like mm. different. So he even said to me, I could never go, this is a common one that we get. Yeah. But bacon. But bacon. Always get the bacon yes. comments. Yeah. So, but, but seriously though, but bacon. Bacon, right? But bacon though? So that was, yeah. So that was Charles's big draw card was bacon. So <laughs> just add a lot of bacon uh-huh. in that time. And um, yeah, literally like to the day, almost two years later, yeah. we are mm. sitting here still vegan. I honestly didn't think that it would change my life as much mm. as it did. And because I have got no food allergies, mm-hmm. you know, prior to this. Um, so it's not like I was hypersensitive to anything before, but just cutting all of that out completely mm. changed it. Mm. Have you, because you mentioned it was quite a quick choice for you as Overnight. well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, have you always been quite like an all-in personality yes. like that? Yes, Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But Pretty much so every single thing in our totally. lives, Ferris is all or nothing. I am. Right, yeah. So you guys went from not even dating to like marrying. <laughs> Yeah, it was. <laughs> she did. It, it took was... me a little bit longer. You know? I, I was coming, married to I kept coming home, yeah, and I was yeah, like, no. "You're still here," and that is a testament. And then I was like, "Sit down, I've got yeah. something to tell you." <laughs> like you guys joke, but that's pretty much pretty yeah. much how. No. no. So yeah, no, I am very much like yeah. that. But usually things don't stick this long. Okay. I either do. Yeah. I'm getting the finger point, by the way, just to make sure that the emphasis yes. is really delivered. Like, I'm very hey, much actually, ju- yeah, yeah, the yeah. actually, there was I'm a finger point. Yeah, for sure. You've never lied. You've never lied to me before. Well, yeah. so. that's why you think I'm a pretty good liar. <laughs> Not even vegan. No <laughs> so, what about for you then, Charles? Tell me about this. For me, it was a little bit more complicated. Um, I come from like a, a scientific background. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a, a bachelor in science, and I worked for a pharmaceutical company. And um, I'm a lot more kind of rational in my approach to most most things. Where yeah. Ferris is a lot more passionate, and you know, all or nothing goes. Rushes headlong into something very quickly. Is that a politically correct way of saying she's emotional? <laughs> yeah, I'm female. Yeah. Uh... Just dive in. <laughs> See, there's the rational part of the brain. You know, exactly. <laughs> You're about to die. So make your last yeah. words good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And okay. it is recorded. Mm. Um, and everyone you know is listening to this. Yeah. So, wow. f- so for me, I mean, when Ferris decided, she told me, and I was working in the garden, um, mm. and she said, well, I'm going I'm vegan, I'm going to do this, and uh-huh. you're going to have to you know, put up with me doing these things. Uh-huh. I said, okay, cool. Um, but after, as far as I said, a couple of weeks, um, I was I was thinking, wow, this is amazing. I mean, you've stuck this out this long and... <laughs> For two, two weeks. weeks. <laughs> well, I say that... Yeah, that says a lot about me. <laughs> no, I say that because we were... Ferris was quite... I mean, we were quite poorly equipped, you know, like we hadn't done... 
like the the, the yeah, research to like research. know how to replace it was an emotional our food groups decision. to yeah yeah right. to like yeah. have a good diet and but for us it's doing really well um but then for me that wasn't enough to kind mm. of like take on this kind of lifestyle change so um we watched a few documentaries mm-hmm. um, about it because I'm very data-driven and yeah, I sure. wanted to hear what what was the main case for all of these things and why do people do it without getting into the kind of um, emotive, hippie, like mm. tree-hugging, animal-loving kind mm. of co- um, connotations that sure. you know vegans historically, traditionally have <laughs> about them. I don't, I don't totally. think it's like that now. Um, it's, uh, it's changed it now, but yeah, maybe for it. Yeah, it's interesting to hear that it is yeah. still. Yeah. You know? So we watched a few documentaries, and uh, over the course of watching these things, and um, maybe I'm just surrounded by more hateful individuals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it Perhaps. says more about the so quality of my friendship. Oh, yeah. Anyway, maybe, maybe on. look into those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks, man. It, yeah. For me, it ended up being like a very. There, was, there are three three main cases for it for me, and the main one for me was um, the environment. Mm. And the contribution of animal agriculture to um, global warming or climate change, mm-hmm. um, pollution of our rivers, pollution of our air, etc., etc. Sure. Um, main contributor of greenhouse gases, and therefore, you know, all the ramifications that go along with that. Um, another one was um, health, particularly in the long term. Um, cancers are a lot more prevalent um, in in meat eaters. There are a mm-hmm. lot more, you know, um, carcinogenic compounds in meat, particularly the way that we cook them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third was actually um, the 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 moral side of you know raising livestock poorly, killing them just purely for consumption. Mm-hmm. So when you add up all those arguments, add up all of the the data that has been collected on all of those arguments, mm. and you go, for me, once I had th- that evidence and once mm. I had those conclusions, there was literally no way that I could say, right? Now that I know this, I'm not gonna. Mm. be vegan I'm going to continue to eat animal products right at the rate that you do well at any rate right. I um, yeah I just I could not live with myself by knowing right. this knowing all this um, information and yet shunning mm. that lifestyle mm. so from then it was uh, like a very after those two to three weeks um, of me kind of gathering this intel <laughs> yeah it's um, <laughs> the same way I would have done it by the way um, like, um, yeah it was overnight and mm. then it was just, you know what, we're going to do this, we're going to do it together, and we sure. ha- kind of haven't looked back ever since. And I was like, so, I'm already doing it. Yeah, okay, so that, yeah, welcome to the team. <laughs> <laughs> I am the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you have been excluded for two weeks. Do you want to be on the team? Yeah. Do you want to be back on the team? <laughs> um, so then, with that research and such that you'd done then, did that have any effect on you as well, Ferris? Or was yeah. that just... So, um, I think, we were talking about this actually recently, and it's it's basically, it's all linked. Like, I think, if you've... Charles has really um, nailed the kind of the, the three major reasons that mm. that you'd kind of look into veganism. Mm-hmm. The other kind of h- hindrance, I would think, is you know some sort of religious or um, faith-based reason that you okay. would not go vegan. Um, but I think for us, once you've gone vegan for one of those three, right, you're more much more open to now all of a sudden look into the other two. So mm. for example. Mm. Just as, as an example, I didn't go vegan for the animals, okay? Mm. Um, I very much believed, well, these animals are raised to be killed, and that's a, a lot of that tied into my actual beliefs. Mm. Um, so I was kind of like, well, you know, I don't really think that it's a problem to eat meat biblically. Mm-hmm. Um, however, that's another conversation. <laughs> however, um, I feel that once you've gone vegan for health, for example, and you see your health change, now all of a sudden you're not killing animals, so you will watch how animals are killed Mm. because you're no longer, you're no longer, um, yeah, you're not guilty of contributing to that. Whereas Mm. before, when I was a meat eater, I mean, we've all seen the Peter, you know, things Mm. and all those videos of the trembling cows and things, and I would be like, oh my gosh, that's horrible, that doesn't happen in New Zealand, that's horrible. You just you're way happier to push it aside whereas mm. when you're no longer guilty of anything you're like oh mm. well, I'll, I'll look into what was actually happening you mm. know so yeah. then that's why I think a lot of vegans get this whole you know for the animals and it's so funny <laughs> to even say that because I am now very for the animals right. um, but that wasn't the main reason that I went mm. but now all of a sudden I'm very happy to be for the animals because I'm no longer contributing to that if that yeah. makes sense no sure sure and then I think people get this um, 
you know, get this persona about them that it's like, oh, we're all for the animals. It's just because we're happier to look into yeah, right. how things are farmed. And yeah, well, look, I mean, with particularly when you've got a, um, a belief system that's a little more kind of countercultural. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is going to be interesting to you guys, but I, one of the things that I wanted to look into particularly was when we're looking at the belief systems that people take on board, um, there's a pretty simplified version that people have of that, that they say, well, you know, usually, like say with Charles' perspective, it's, it's an intellectual thing. You know, I look mm-hmm. it up and I weigh it up and it's purely yeah. based on that. Um, but I discovered, for those of you listening who love a little bit of Greek philosophical geekery, um, there's some ideas that go all the way back to Aristotle that talk about there being three factors that play into any belief that we have. Mm -hmm. And one of them is the intellectual stuff. Mm -hmm. It's got to be kind of logically whatever. Um, But the second one is that there are personal reasons, Mm. um, and that can go kind of either way. Mm. Um, You know, sometimes people experience something and they say, oh, well, because of this, I will never. Mm. And other people say, well, because of this, now I will always. You know, so that can vary. But then the last one is that there's also something to be said for people, they call it the sociology of knowledge, that you take on the beliefs of people that you like and you generally shun the beliefs of people that you don't like. Interesting. So, yeah, so I mean, even kind of in your case, you know, that there was Mm. a kind of a personal reason for you, Ferris, and an intellectual reason for you, Charles. Mm. But then also when you become a part of that, and that's the community that you're involved in, because you believe well about it, yeah. you're more open to those kind of messages that totally. come back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Totally. That's a really good way to put it. So tell me yeah. then about, you talked about some of the, the scientific factors, I suppose, are the ones that, that would most kind of resound with me as well, because mm-hmm. I've, I've heard mm-hmm. a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. So from an environmental point of view, mm-hmm. um, tell me a little bit about that. Actually, I think it probably would be cool to talk about the health side of it as well, mm-hmm. maybe for you as well, Ferris, mm-hmm. <laughs> from your experience. My anecdotal but, evidence. But, well, yeah. <laughs> no clinical trials here. <laughs> Well, it's interesting that we're talking about this now because um, there has, particularly in the, lately, we've, um, with uh, a certain president deciding to withdraw from the Paris Agreement for talking about Trump, everybody, <laughs> send your emails to the Andrew Curtis Show at gmail dot com. Yeah. So I think it's quite quite pertinent that we talk about yeah. this. Um, but for for people that don't know, um, uh, Greenhouse gases are the major contributor to climate change. What they are is pretty much like a thermal blanket that goes that wraps itself around the earth mm. and um, prevents heat from kind of dissipating out of the atmosphere mm-hmm. and into space. Um, and the the two major um, contributors of green, greenhouse gases are transportation and animal agriculture. Mm. Now the percentages vary quite a lot. You know, there's estimates that um, animal agriculture accounts for as low as 17% of all greenhouse gases, mm. up to 50%. So if you go, go somewhere in the middle, you're looking at like, you know, 35% mm. of all greenhouse gases come from animal agriculture. Mm. Um, so if you look at that, you know, um, that is a huge contributor. And it, it really interestingly, it is very easy to to correct or very easy to account for you know all these current um countries that committed to this paris agreement have all Mm. committed to rolling back their carbon emissions Mm. and we all talk about transportation we all talk about um you know coal fired plants we talk Mm. about you know um just carbon um fuel sources but we never ever talk about animal agriculture Mm. And it's a very, it's a, there are you know myriad reasons why, yeah. um, which are far too complicated to get into now. But um, it's it's really interesting, and it always s- struck me as being so surprising that it can be can contribute to so much, and mm. we talk about it so little, yeah. mm. and also we can account for that very quickly by just a, a very simple well, change in diet. <laughs> God, <laughs> <You know>? forbid. <laughs> God forbid! God <laughs> forbid! <laughs> Our change in diet, you know. I think people people worry that a change in diet would just mean so much to them. And one sure. person said to me when I had just become vegan, she said, I think you just like what you're used to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a really good way to put it. I mean, sure. you probably love some of the dishes that you grew up with, whereas mm. I love some of the dishes that I grew up with because I'm used to them and it's mm. got fond you know, memories associated with that. So, yeah, sure. But honestly, would you say that your taste buds change? once you've been on a vegan diet for a long time towards likening you know towards liking the taste of meat this child, you better be nodding oh absolutely yeah. <laughs> no it's ridiculous it's so weird help me <laughs> I'm like send a burger I'm like <laughs> clutching jars like you better yeah. say yes no when you, when you, but you, when you weigh up um, what you what you like and what you used to and what your sure. taste buds um, enjoy what you mm. enjoy mm. versus the uh, the 
adverse effects of yeah. those mm. diet choices. You're happy to go without it, the burger. You're, mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. And you're happy to go with slightly less fatty, slightly less proteinaceous that we used to in the, in the flavors. Mm. Um, Can I just yeah. say bonus points for proteinaceous? Like that <laughs> yeah, wow. is an underused word in my vocabulary. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it is. So uh, well played, my lord. Protein, protein is a word that we hear a lot. I bet, yeah, yeah. actually, that's a good point. Because you get, is that like the number, oh, what's man. the number one thing? It's like I a imagine face bump. like, how do you get protein? Uh, like, is that the number one thing? Or oh. just why? Is that the other one? No, how do you get your protein? Yeah. Like, yeah. do I look malnourished? I don't think so. Obviously, a lot of plant-based foods. First of all, foods. every man knows never to answer that question of asked by a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, so. oh, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> is like a compliment. Like, so fun. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Um, no, so, yeah, no, we get our protein just fine from all of the um, plant-based. I think it's just eating a range of plant-based foods, sure. which we haven't actually been the best at because we eat a lot of kind of convenience vegan foods. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I'll be the Convenience first to say vegan that. foods. Now, like, that why? is a phrase that I just love <laughs> yeah. right now. Well, it is. It's like, I think because you kind of have yeah. this image. Well, I do. Look, this is this is me confronting my prejudices openly and honestly with mm. the entire listening community. Um, that there is, in terms of the lifestyle choice, I guess that goes goes with it. You know, mm. there's a certain, I don't know, picture you get in your head, um, and that's why, even to be honest, from my point of view, you know, Charles, for your kind of scientific background and things like that mm. as well, that's kind of a cool thing yeah. for people to understand as well. This is an informed choice that a lot of people totally. make. Um, but yeah, like. When you talk about those kind of things in terms of, yeah, how you do put your diet together and things mm. like that, what's what's been the adjustments that you've had to make there? So within the vegan world... Besides less bacon, obviously. <laughs> yeah, less. Not none. none. 100%. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> bacon, tofu bacon. Um, yeah. So actually, that's a really good thing because not a lot of people would know this outside of the vegan community. Mm-hmm. There is a community. and um, Oh, we so, know there's a community. Yeah. Our people observe your community and we're frightened. <laughs> and we're like, terrified. Ah. So just One day they're going to rise like up and join. really passively I'll get you an application form. Yeah, okay, carry um, on. So within the vegan community, there's actually um, a lot of, I don't want to say judgment, but there's a lot of um, kind of different views on Mm. vegan diets within the vegan community. So you've got Mm. your high fat, low carb. You've got your low carb, you've got your high carb, low fat. Yeah. You've got your raw vegans. Mm -hmm. You've Mm -hmm. got your fruititarians. Mm -hmm. You've got your... um, fruititarians who don't eat that like believe that fruits um sorry plant-based foods can even still feel pain so they only eat fruit that has fallen from a tree wow like nature decided okay. that it was you know so within that <laughs> struggling with that one there's a, lot, there's a lot going on there's a lot going on so um generally for us just as a rule for any yep. vegans are saying we are we personally are more um high carb low fat mm-hmm. vegans when we're being good and healthy mm-hmm. uh, when we're not on the go because yeah, i'm sure. definitely not perfect with that but um and that kind of just means eating around 70 to 80 percent of carbohydrates so good mm-hmm. carbohydrates you've got your potatoes your um rice basically anything that a group of people survived on people of the corn yeah right the potato famine <laughs> asia right different so um yeah so <laughs> basically that's kind of the one that we've found had the biggest impact on our health yeah. in terms of feeling amazing we lost a lot of weight uh-huh. but in a healthy way like not like mm. lost a lot of weight that mm. was like a worrying thing we were always full for me as a female it was fantastic to know because obviously calorically dense food mm. is like your meats and your dairy mm. right so sure. when you come to veganism you get to eat a whole plate of food because you have to make up a certain amount of calories yeah you know? sure yeah. um so that was awesome that was a really really cool way to do it and we just found that that was the easiest way to change for me personally cooking the food it was mm. like okay a lot of carbs i'll get my my kumara or my potato or my corn yeah, sure. or whatever and then i'll just work around that so mm. um mm. that is kind of the our idealistic vegan diet but mm. again i want to be really clear we're not the best at <laughs> sticking to that we have a few vegan burgers from time to time <laughs> that's pretty naughty there's, there's no judgment here. yeah no okay. unless the unless other members of the vegan community are listening yeah they're like oh my god the fruititarian how did that i mean that actually i want to touch more on that one as well because i guess that's a lot more complicated than i imagined it would probably be mm. um and honestly i was having kind of 
the parallels to various kind of religious movements. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. Said it's that. Like, okay, so you believe in God, but now what God do you believe in? What do you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, but okay. Do you do it this way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you uh, raise your hands in worship? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a big question. Yeah, so yeah, no. Which, really. which days do you eat chickpeas on? Yeah, uh, yeah, that kind yeah. Of stuff. yeah. So yeah. like, yeah. how does that, how does that express itself? Like is, yeah. Um, Express itself like to Well, like in terms or? of that community, like, I guess, again, when you're outside looking in ignorant as, as, mm-hmm. as I am, um, with, you know, those kind of differences as well, is it, you know, how do you, how does that come up? Well, I think people love to hate. And I mean, I think we all have heard of a certain um, <laughs> yep. b- banana girl that is very, very, I mean, social media is a really, really powerful movement for veganism for sure. good reasons and for bad. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, we have some really hardcore raw Sure. Raw vegans on there, and of course, I mean, amazing. Like eating a raw, raw vegetable diet. Like, how amazing is that? I understand that it's good for you know to to eat things raw and to chew through things like that. But I mean, that's a good question actually to jump on. That mm. how amazing is that really? Well, because that's. I mean, in an ideal world, I feel like that would just like if I said to you, "Oh my gosh, we're just going to eat this." I think to people it sounds like a detox, and a sure. detox to people is like, "Wow, this mm. is so healthy, I couldn't sustain it." Right. But the association is that it's it must be good for you if you're eating it and it's raw and it's amazing. Right. The reality of a raw diet is, yeah. I personally find it quite expensive if you can't buy organic foods because then there's the whole other problem with veganism not, is like yeah, it's not right. organic yeah it's sure. a problem you know well because that's that's what i mean like there's more you know there's more to it than just the i guess the superficial kind of like oh yeah. it's this because there's a lot of if i was to say like the other rules that you find out about later you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's kind of like hey i'm gonna do this oh by the way but it doesn't it's not enough there's just so to, much more yeah yeah yeah, I don't subscribe to any of those extra rules. <laughs> and uh, I love you, you know? yeah. Carry on. I just, I well, just think like if you're not eating animal products yeah. and you're getting enough, yeah. um, your, your your food is nutritionally dense enough, yeah. then then that's fine. Totally. Like, I think it's like anything though. Eh? If you take it to an extreme, I mean, if you're eating 55 bananas in a day. As an example, it's a bit of a touchy <laughs> sure. subject actually in the vegan community. Um, but you know, so that's quite extreme, isn't it? So I think personally for us, we kind of just hit it in the middle and just have like two bananas a day, and like right. just other than that, a very well balanced diet. Is that like how yeah. people measure their extreme their extreme behaviors? Like, so your how, banana many, how many bananas are you also? <laughs> like, but I think it's like I'm yeah. five bananas are deep and it's 10 a.m. So like, what is that? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> can oh we God. still be friends, or is that like, do I need to pick it up? It's like, well, you I don't think even Ferris know. brought up an, a really interesting point, which is the social media Instagram kind of like yeah. vegan blogger. Sure. And I can't imagine a normal run of the mill <laughs> rice eating, you know, bean refrying, like potato consuming vegan would be particularly interesting to Instagram. Right. Whereas someone that eats 60 bananas in a day, it's yeah. that's, that's it's very that's sensational yeah. and that's worth following. Mm. Right. Whereas if you would look at a normal everyday mm. plant based. Yeah. Mm. Plant-based. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if you're saying that too, like again, I think of that parallel from a you know faith-based context as well. Like yeah. it's it's not the, the the weirdos are the ones who get the you know get the airplay, right? Like yeah. if you're just generally exactly. kind of you know, and whatever your spiritual belief might be as well. Like if you're doing the best that you can with what you have, yeah. and you're able to have a, mm-hmm. a genuine conversation with people, that doesn't make for good airplay. Totally. <laughs> but if you're the one who's going to jump up there and say crazy stuff about different yeah. people, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, I think that's yeah. a great point. Like yeah. that that I guess hyped up perspective totally. it's just because that's what we mm. we want to see and what we remember absolutely yeah, totally and then of course with that comes the good media and the bad media and people yeah. are like oh i know about you vegans you eat 75 bananas in a day you don't eat <laughs> anything <laughs> like, your you know your sugar intake's massive so it's just like yes yeah. that is me yeah. um so yeah no so it's it, honestly within the vegan world there are a lot of opposing views yeah. as to what you know what is the right thing i mean we went for a takeaway the other day at this um, this great place down in Northcote have a vegan Thai yeah, kind of yeah. place, mm-hmm. and she was like, "You are not true vegan if you if you eat garlic and onion." And I was like, oh, "It's quite surprising because I'm pretty sure they're plants." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I yeah, but I, would have, I would have thought the same thing. <laughs> she even offered for me to come back the next week and bring me a book, which I have never done. Um, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. being publicly shamed for your beliefs doesn't bring <laughs> like about a positive change in your lifestyle. I was like, oh my god, that's that's fascinating to me because I, I thought say. shame was the way to transform people's lives. <laughs> and also, it's <laughs> wow. quite confusing. <laughs> I like it. I like it. What's hard? <laughs> why? What, why that doesn't sit well with me is that I feel that onion You've and garlic is like. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> one of the two really big flavor enhancers of vegan foods. I'm like, wow, okay. now we really are getting down to it, aren't we? Yeah, to right. Those. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so, but there, there was again, was like I was getting advice from a vegan that I was not a true vegan because right. of that. So, do you, you know, even vegan? 
Do you even vegan? So yeah. obviously not because I eat onion and eat garlic. Onion and garlic. Mm. Yeah. So and right. I think like for Charles and I, I mean, we're definitely vegan, but we, in terms of our our personal approach to it, I mean, we obviously have a lot, of, like all of our family basically who are not vegan. Yeah, sure. Um, very very accommodating to it, which is mm. amazing. I hear a lot about people who are like it was just too hard. People couldn't you know ever make. Yeah. How did how did that go? Like again, did you sit the family down and go, <laughs> guys, we need to tell you something? And they were like so excited. We're like we're vegan. Yeah. They're like oh, oh not damn excited. it. No grandchildren for us. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Ever. Totally, yeah. No, it was an, an interesting kind of uh, teething period, I guess you could call it, because uh-huh. yeah, as Faris mentioned, she comes from a South African background and there's just meat, meat after meat. Yeah, totally. So that was that was a big thing for th- her family and her, like, it's a bit of a cultural thing as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, and for my my family, my dad just jumped on it, like, straight away. You know, he, was, he instantly said to my mum, much to, like, her chagrin, she was like, he said, oh, I could eat like that every day. Katie, let's eat vegan! You know, like, instantaneously on board. You know, he's, yeah, a, yeah. he's you know, very Alex sanguine and, very and just, like, jumps very on... Very similar like that. Uh-huh. Jumps on things like, like crazy. Um, whereas... My mum was a little bit kind of trepidatious with the whole thing, sure, um, for a multitude of reasons. But um, at the end of the at the end of the day, it just kind of worked itself out, and mm. you know, I think that they were. I think our family and friends were kind of like, "Are you really gonna do this?" Right? Yeah, yeah it's just right. like a few weeks. Like, uh-huh. cause I kind of feel like it phase. was. Like, I was like, "I'm just trying something to see yeah, personally, sure. you know, if it works for me for whatever." Right. And then, aside from my hormonal imbalances, it was like just so beneficial to so many areas of my life that I was like wow this is Mm. awesome you know so I was actually surprised to be honest and I still am to this day you know (laughs) and then the ironic thing that I just want to jump on here is my father my very South African father uh-huh. who was like, oh, you know, what is this? He I failed has... as a father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have I done? Like, <laughs> where did you hear about this? Who are you thinking <laughs> of? Um, he has had lists and lists of health issues and uh-huh. um, he's been vegan for a few months now. Okay. Out of close, everything. No, close to a year. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Vegan anniversary coming up. We will be celebrating We will celebrate with the carrot cake. Satan. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and so it was amazing. And so, long story short, his a lot yeah. of his he'd be you know more kind of anecdotal as to his experiences with his mm. health and things. But I mean, so many skin problems and sure. so many of his problems have doctors are like, wow. And he's been on every medication. And yeah, so right. Really, really mm. great for him. Mm. Um, have know, there been any studies into like that? I mean, you know, again talking to the clinician in the room. Um, <laughs> But that that's always been a thing for me because you mentioned mm. too, and I think this is really important whenever you're talking about health stuff, is that anecdotal evidence is powerful to the individual. Totally. Um, but it's also where you lose everybody else. Exactly. Because um, I'm going to go there, vaccine stuff. Um, <laughs> we because I love a fight. No, yeah. but but look, I actually understand for those who've, who've made that choice, it's often because they've had an experience with a child of theirs. Or they know mm. a person who it, has it, and they're yeah. very close. And, and yeah. so it's yeah. very hard to say... You know, well, look, I did this, then this happened. Mm. Again, the clinician in me says, well, did this cause that or is that just a yeah, whatever? Yeah, it was but unrelated and the, it was timing. But yeah. the point with that still being, if we're coming across to the, the veganism issue as well, mm. issue, mm-hmm. choice, whatever you want to call it. Yep. But how, would you, how would you prefer I talk Lifestyle. about you? Um, that, <laughs> you know, when you're talking about health benefits as well, is there anything that you can speak of that, you know, where there's there actually been mm-hmm. proper clinical Ab- studies into that? Absolutely. Um in like the, the pharmaceutical clinical world, the gold standard for evidence of mm. any kind of medical treatment is a randomized controlled trial. Yes. So that's when patients are out, randomly allocated to a particular group, mm-hmm. whether it be like treatment A versus treatment B, mm-hmm. and they don't know what they're getting, neither does the doctor. Sure. And you follow their course over their treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and there have been surprisingly a large number of randomized clinical trials cool or similar um clinical trials of um uh certain like um medical products um particularly surrounding like a a vegan diet Mm -hmm. and the benefits thereof um i can't remember the 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 name of the author but there's a book uh (laughs) which kind of compiles all of this Mm -hmm. medical literature called um how not to die how not to die? Yeah, yeah. Really I think which, I feel like that would have a very broad market. Yeah, a book like that. I think, I think everybody Desire. wants to not die. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ferris, you do you want do you want to die? Well, don't know where this world is going. You know, that's so. a good point. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. But um, this he's a medical doctor. <laughs> um, 
and uh, he, over the course of his career, recognized that he was not equipped as a clinician uh-huh. to coach people on how to eat well. Yeah. Um, because as a doctor, you've got to learn everything else. Mm. So you have very little time dedicated yeah. to nutrition, sure. which makes sense. So you don't go to a GP to learn about nutrition. Um, so he made it his like kind of like life's work to collate all this information into a package that can be um, kind of communicated very succinctly to a lot of people. Michael Greger, Dr. Michael Greger. Dr. Michael Greger, Greger yeah. So um, how do I spell the last name? G-R-E-G-E-R. Okay, thank you. Greger, yeah. Great book. And there's, and he breaks the book down into um, pretty much every single um, body system, whether it be um, skin, respiratory, cardiovascular, okay. digestive and stuff, and mm-hmm. talks about all the medical evidence that points to beneficial, the mm. benefits of particular food groups or a particular food in general mm. in terms of um, treating and or preventing right. particular diseases. And isn't it the top 50 or 20 um, major contributors, like killers at the, at the moment in American society? So it's like heart disease and obesity. Oh, right. yeah. like, so it's the top ones. It's like the... What, is that oh, it? sorry, so you're yeah, about the major causes of yeah, death the major and the effect causes, the vegan diet has on death. it. And then he's okay, kind of done gotcha. those yeah. actual ah, clinical trials. Cool. Which is right up Charles's alley because it's oh, all yeah, cited absolutely. and it's all there. I just listen. I just yeah. I just read the back and, of the book and I'm like, Charles, oh. what's the Yep. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. Good. And yeah. but like you like you said, you know, anecdotal evidence is really great for an individual because mm. it's. But is it's it really emotive. evidence, Charles? It is emotive. Is it really but it's emotive? not. But it, it's but not. it's not. And that's not. that's the thing. I do agree with that. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, it might what might work for the individual may not work for the whole mm. and that's that's the point you need to study your population to work out is it actually relevant to the population yeah. population as a whole yeah. mm. um and it's not particularly sexy mm. to the individual like someone without like a background in this kind of area wouldn't find that interesting although yeah. i nerd out on that like in a big way Preach. you know um <laughs> great yeah. and that's yeah. that's okay. quite difficult especially in the age of social media where we want things instant instantaneously mm. you know we're we scrolling want them in 30 down second video. it needs oh, to, sure. yeah as we're scrolling through our feed it needs to be there yeah, <laughs> in a very true. concise package and i can't yeah. say that a randomized controlled trial and the <laughs> results within are going to be particularly interesting no. and that's something that i think we need to adapt to but that's yeah. another well i mean look it's something that makes me cringe is when people are talking about any any topic really and they say well you just need to speaking to any individual say you just need to go away and do your research and it's like you can find information about anything if you it's want a problem. to it's and a problem within our culture i think yeah because everyone's doing their own research on so many different things and yeah. it's like we're not actually yeah. trusting people who have devoted their lives to actually doing the correct research yeah so there you go i'm speaking with vegans about being a, being scientifically um <laughs> what's the word uh integral Yes. So there you go. There's a perception shattered right there. <laughs> um, yeah. Does does any of that stuff get to you, like the the kind of vegan hate? No, no. Personally, it doesn't. Like you hear about it, and you and it doesn't affect me personally. It just makes me kind of sad uh-huh. for humanity. Humanity in general. Not an. I mean, I'm that not, sounds I'm not really. Angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> yeah. God. You know. Yeah. I mean, I'm at the same way. I'm like disappointed in myself because I was one of those people, you know, yeah, sure. two and a half years ago, mm, making mm. fun of the people that had too much cabbage or bananas or yeah, yeah, red right. beans in their diet. Mm. You know, so it doesn't get to me personally. But now that I do have the evidence, and I am kind mm. of like my lifestyle choice is reinforced by the science mm-hmm. behind it, it just makes me feel sad that. I can't communicate that to people mm. to change their minds because for whatever reason they don't want to hear it, you know, yeah. or it comes across as too confronting and it comes across as too... Too inconvenient. Mm. It's so inconvenient, it's inconvenient to listen to what we It is. Oh, oh, uh, did I um, do that again? I referenced that again. Didn't yeah. yeah. Sorry. But it is. It's so inconvenient. But yeah. I think, you know, like the reason that I came to it was because I was very much like, well, what can I do? Mm. You know, I was looking for an answer. Sure. But maybe if you caught me a month or you know mm. a year earlier someone was like you should just try this like randomly mm. off the thing i was like oh sure. my gosh no yeah so, well i mean it, it's why i spoke to you know understanding that the reasons we believe what we believe are complex mm. um mm. because when we have a debate and believe that all of our decisions are purely based on intellectual reasons for example yeah or what i've learned with you know what i shared before is that it's always all three of those factors working together as right. well yeah. it's never just yeah. one or the other mm. so what we will tend to do is say well you're this for personal reasons, but I'm this for intellectual yeah. reasons. Mm-hmm. And there's a bit of 
and that's not just with veganism that's with mm, all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. um there's a certain amount of um i don't know snobbery really mm-hmm. um that says well you're just this but yes. i'm intellectually yes <laughs> intellectually okay. pure uh so yeah that contributes to people not being able to take this stuff on board mm. um and when you kind of realize that that's what you're wrestling with with people mm. it's not a purely intellectual argument that people are ever looking for even though we say we will yeah right yeah if you just gave me the facts man mm. so yeah. okay here's the facts well not those facts obviously yeah 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 it's other facts. Yeah. Yes, yeah yeah yes. yeah so true mm. isn't it yeah and i think i mean there's so many i can't remember all five but um there's so many reasons that people like me it's like tradition convenience mm. taste Mm. What were the other ones? That was such a good point that Josh Ashby made. And um, mm. it's so true, you know, when, once you kind Who's of Josh take... Josh Ashby? Um, is this Josh Ashby? I don't okay. know. I don't know. This is you. He's like... Oh, a, you mean Peter Gibson? <laughs> uh, uh, no, Edward... Um, no, just a really, really amazing Mills. vegan yeah, a- evangelist in a way. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's Josh Ashby. He's an veganist. He is amazing. He actually just came to New Zealand. Coining phrases all over the shop. But yeah. again, yeah. quite like sensationalist. He does a oh, lot okay. of the um, the videos and things, which is great. I mean, I think if if people are shocked by that and then they're, they're in a space to just learn about all of the other wonderful, you know, mm. aspects of, of mm. veganism, um, then I think it's great. Just do whatever you can just to get people listening. The other thing is like, you know, our parents' generation who really struggle with our choices. I mean, mm. our, our personal parents do not struggle with our choice. But, um, <laughs> You're right, the child? Our yeah, personal yeah, yeah. parents. <laughs> What's going through My your mind? Personal, personal, non-personal parents. Yeah. <laughs> our own, yeah. I'm just trying to be yeah. on, from our perspective. Yeah. Right. Our, our actual parents don't worry about it, but sure. they, their generation is very perplexed by a vegan diet yeah. because it was very much right. meat and three veg. And, yeah, right. But, you know, I think if you actually look to what our children and then our grandchildren will be facing on the planet, they didn't mm. have to think that far forward and I think that things are presenting themselves now that a lot of people are wising up I mean we went to a, a, um, Charles was filming a music video and we went inside the house and one of our non-vegan friends came out and she was like oh my gosh it was a younger crowd kind mm. of there and she came out and she was like I feel like everyone in that party was just vegan and it was so amazing that that younger generation sure. that we don't even know these people it's like so many of these younger people have just taken this on because it's like a cultural trend in a way. Right, How right. long it will last, I don't know. Mm, but mm. it's very on trend right now. Mm. Yeah. Well, the, the environmental guys. stuff actually is something probably I would like to speak a little bit more to as well because, you know, even though there's quite an emotive topic um, that's being debated about that at the moment, mm. um, when you look at the environmental side of um, what, what you see the planet facing, tell me about, tell me about how that influences you. Um, and has that ever been... A point of contention too with people in terms of that being a legitimate reason or mm. what comes with that right um for me it is probably the, the 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 major reason why i choose to follow this like lifestyle yeah and it always surprises me that people are so willing to think about what they can do mm. who take climate change re- um seriously yeah what they can do you know i'll buy a more fuel efficient car or i'll mm. you know Mm. install solar panels on my roof once I have enough money to spend the $20,000 yeah. on these solar panels. I have shorter showers. I'll have shorter showers, you know. Or no showers. No <laughs> showers. <laughs> I'll, re- I'll recycle. <laughs> I won't, That's a big you know. ask. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't have um, We're so willing to do all of these things, mm. you know, or you know, the one that always makes me kind of giggle is like, when Tesla comes to New Zealand, I'll buy a Tesla. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know, right. The car. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. You know, doesn't use any gas, so we're good there. Yeah, sure. Um, and these are all very, very great things. Yeah, it's they fantastic are good that still. the we're world not, yeah. is moving towards, you know, more sustainable, like, energy production, you know, mm. um, and moving away from fossil fuels. But that's only one side of the coin. Mm. You know, on the other side, which is so much easier, which is so much more. Mm. And a know, massive contributor. Massive Huge contributor, contributor and also, like, can be an instantaneous. Mm. change mm. Is, is the change in diet right so and yeah you know you've yeah does yeah that, does that answer that no that... i think so i mean one thing i've observed is that when when something demands something of you that's when it's a harder mm. thing to swallow like you know a tesla right i was gonna yeah. buy a car anyway yeah. i'll buy a tesla yeah right. um you know i was gonna you know I mean, hey, to be honest, if you're going purely cynical, if mm. I get solar panels, I save on my electricity. Mm. Like, you know, mm. it, I, I change nothing about my life if I do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas to be confronted with any choice, and I guess that's partly 
something I wanted to bring to attention even through this discussion. Mm. Is there any choice that forces you to say, if I believe this to be true, I have to change how I live? Right. Mm. Um, and I think we, we really do. If we're serious about um, how we live and where the planet is going, mm. we need to actually consciously make decisions that... Where is the planet going, Charles? Yeah. Well, uh, I'll oh, leave that up to... It's not looking good. Your own you research. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Like, I think that's an important thing to touch on. Yeah. Well, it's not good. The, pa- the Paris Agreement is, is, a, is an agreement by all these countries to limit their carbon emissions to mm. prevent um, a global warming rise beyond two degrees mm. of pre-industrial levels. Yeah. Um, so what that two degrees would of a global warming increase would be catastrophic mm. because we'd have, you know rising temperatures would have increased flooding, would have mm. melt freezing, would have water level, mm. sea level rising, would have reduced the yields of crops, would have desertification, mm. mass extinctions, dead zones in the ocean, coral reefs would be gone. So, I mean, that's horrible in itself. And if sure. we go beyond that, you know, it's it's not looking good. Yeah. So I think when you when you understand that, we can't just let the governments make these decisions for mm. us. We have to take an actual personal kind of Mm. accountability for the decisions we make and not just leave it up to mm. guys in suits that hash away at an argument you know in a behind closed doors if i was to push back on that though mm. the only reason you made that change was because your wife decided because of a mm. hormonal imbalance absolutely totally so how do you reconcile that and that's and that's something that i'm kind of disappointed in myself for not coming onto this sooner mm-hmm. and it's it's one i think that the vegan community or just people reduce reducitarian whatever needs to reconcile is that things like PETA have been around for 30 years mm-hmm. and the contribution that they've made in terms of people going away from animal agriculture to a plant-based diet mm. is very minimal if mm. you look at the percentage of the population that have sure. increased or, you know, in terms of their, um, gone from omnivory, um, <laughs> omnivorous diet to a vegetarian diet. Yeah. Um, so we need to find out better ways to communicate these things that do nail like the personal reasons that do nail the intellectual mm. reasons and then mm. you know actually stick with people mm. because well I think mm. that, that that last point too I mean that you know I only touched on it briefly that um, they, they call it the sociology of knowledge there's like a whole field of study into it that just says that yeah you will adopt beliefs of people you aspire to be like mm. um, and if you think of I mean again your, your case is mm. probably a perfect one and even for you Ferris too because you met somebody you spoke to somebody who you liked mm. um, who engaged you on a on a personal mm. level and mm. said oh I'm looking out for the best for you here's a here's an option and you're open to receiving that mm. Mm. Um, I think many times I guess possibly with veganism could be with true with anything where we're looking to say this is for your own good for anybody mm. um, when we are prepared to discount that the way human nature works and you can't short-circuit this is that you have to like the person who is telling you to change your life mm. yeah like okay. we, we don't work any other way. Yeah. Um, I used to love, I mean, I, I still kind of do like, I mean, I love bantering with people just for fun. But for me, bantering is never an effort, an, 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 uh, sorry, an exercise in trying to change a mind. I do it for fun. Mm. But if I'm actually trying to change somebody's mind about something, I know that's a waste of time. Mm. Right. Because you're up against people's personal reasons, so their intellectual many, reasons. So and if you can win an argument and they hate you for it, I promise you they'll walk away and be like, yeah, not nah, still believe what I thought before. Mm-hmm. I just agreed. So you'd go away. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's a very tricky situation that we're in. And I think you've really nailed, nailed it on the head with that one. I mean, just... <laughs> no, it is that. Um, had, yeah. I guess my, I totally agree with that. And yep. I think it's kind of, as well, I think that exposure to an idea or a topic has mm. really helped the vegan community. I mean, mm. for lots of different reasons, people might find themselves looking for to lose weight or to, mm. you know, help the planet or to, um, you know, do something with your hormones or whatever. And so mm. then, therefore, yes, the person who suggested or the source mm. in which it comes from is a positive one. Sure. And so then people are more willing to take this on board. Yes. However, I'm very much an all or nothing person. <laughs> We've established that. Yeah, right. But I think that um, 
I would just say to people, and I said this to my own father, I was like, just mm. try it. Like, just try it. If it right. doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. A lot mm. of people say to me, oh, I could never be, be vegan because of cheese, or I could never be vegan because I love a latte with <laughs> cheese real Cheese does milk. demand a lot from you. Like, yeah, if you yeah. don't hang out with cheese, cheese is all like, <laughs> where you've been? You've been seeing other legumes, yeah, all this kind yeah, of crap. Yeah. You're like, I'm sorry, it's nothing. She means yeah, nothing yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> My confusing topic. Sorry, carry on. But the whole argument that I have, and I think that a lot of vegans would be like, well, I don't really agree with that. But... Honestly, I would say go vegan apart from cheese. Go vegan apart from bacon. You know, Mm. just make a change because I think that animal products um, contributing to your diet and obviously the planet and everything, you're not going to see the planet change drastically if you Mm. become a vegan within two weeks. But Mm. I think if you just cut down what you can, Mm. you might just see a change in something. Um, And so then therefore you go oh, that was awesome. Now I'm going to just try cutting out the bacon or just try cutting out the eggs. Eggs is a really big one for people because I think it's just convenient. It's a good binder. It's in a lot of things. Um, So it's kind of like I was... Because people are like, man, I couldn't... So it's like don't disregard a fantastic life choice that you could make because Mm. of an egg. (laughs) Do it all apart from the egg, I think, you know. And I know that that's not a very good vegan... You know, a lot of the vegan community will be like, well, no, we don't want eggs. But I'm just saying, I think if everybody just did something to back up the environmental issue... Um, it would honestly have a drastic impact. It would change mm. how things are farmed mm. because we wouldn't need to cram 10,000 million cows into one thing and all, you know, I mean, we wouldn't even get into that, but mm. the, the humane way of killing an animal and things like that may sure. change. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I always just say to people, I'm like, cool, we'll give it a go apart from cheese or apart from milk mm. or apart from this, and then you uh-huh. never, ever know. You mm. might just say, I'm going to just try and take that out. Wow, I did not realize. I mean, for me, a really big thing for dairy is my skin. So mm-hmm. if I have dairy inadvertently or if, like, again, you know, Ferris's skin relax. looks great, everybody. Just, <laughs> yeah, just so you thanks. know. Can confirm. Can um, <laughs> but, you know, like, if I was to have dairy for some reason, yeah. I'll notice it on my skin straight away. Okay. And here's someone that's like, I've never had an allergy to any food. Have I developed an allergy? A lot of people say that, well, now you're intolerant to dairy. Uh-huh. Was I always just managing my tolerance to dairy? I don't know. But yeah, now sure. I notice if mm. it's ever included in something that I've eaten. Mm. So... Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm blessed in the sense that I'm not, you know, I don't have like a hyper allergic reaction to things. I know a lot of vegans cut out things because they are highly Mm. allergic to things. Mm. But it's kind of fun to play around with in a way. And it was very fun at the beginning to be like, wow, I'm noticing this change or I'm noticing this change. (laughs) Spend your parents walking on their children. I'm just experimenting with veganism, Dad. (laughs) Could you get out of my house? (laughs) So, yeah. So, I guess, and that's just our personal kind of approach to it. Yeah, sure. Like, oh, I would, uh, we get this all the time. I would love to do what you guys do, but I couldn't do it because of this. It's like, we'll try it apart from that one thing. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, right, uh, right, because right. we come from a background of that, you know, like it's like I totally yeah. get that. You've got some sort of association with some food product and it sounds like a big ass. So do all of that apart mm. from that one thing and you just you just might surprise yourself. We've surprised ourselves two years later. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. So is it, it again, is it a choice that you still make every day or is it kind of like that's it, that's you for the next Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it is. Totally. I can't I can't see myself um changing mm. from this path at all. And I think we're in a very um I wouldn't say unique, but very um, reinforcing position that we both uh-huh. come from very different backgrounds, yeah. we have very different approaches to this. Mm. So we kind of support each other in this. You guys should get married. Yeah, yeah, we True. should. Uh, I mean, sorry, I don't know how to tell people how to live their lives. That's, that's out of line. <laughs> oh, just yeah. Waiting. So uh, you yeah. know, is the argument that oh, it's too hard. You know, you going mm. against the grain, and what what do I do? But we've been very fortunate. I think that's why we've been fairly successful in this whole approach and yeah. kind of like re-engineering our entire lifestyles yeah. essentially mm. um, is that we've had each other to to depend on so I totally understand when people say oh it is too hard or mm. I don't want to be confronted mm. with all these things in the x y and z and sure. what have you and it, it is is a very good argument and I but which is on the flip side, why we've I think we've been so successful. And further to that, I think that people think that you need to imitate what we call omni food. So you to us are called an omni in the vegan community. <laughs> I to you, I have a na- I have a label. You are yeah. an omni. Well, you la- give us uh, labels. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going out with omni fans. I know what you call us yeah, behind yeah. closed doors. You couldn't possibly, or you it's wouldn't let me in your house. For you. So, um, you know, I think that people think they have this idea like, well, how would I make a vegan hot dog? How would I make a vegan lasagna? How right. would I make a ve- How would I veganize yeah, sure. all of the food items that I've had? Actually, let's get into that. Let's practic- Let's make this kind of practical for a second and tell me some of the things that you did at 
um, when you decided that this was a change you were going to make? Mm. Like, what mm. were some of the things you did? So I love to cook anyway. Love to cook. It's one of my things that I do to relax. So for me, it was like, okay, this is a whole new world of cooking. It was oh, right. very confusing. It was like, well, what milk do I use? Okay, do I use soy? Do I use coconut? Do I use almond? Do I use mm. oat? What is this? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, egg is a huge binder. So for the record, what, what kind of milk did you use? So we have tried the. Well, he was on special. Yeah, at the beginning, definitely. <laughs> well, again, we were just experimenting. Oh, I love the of that. So, yep. <laughs> um, but our favourite, for the record, is oat milk. Uh-huh. I'll just answer it. Charles did not. Yeah, say yeah I was actually waiting for him like, to. I should have gone. I didn't realise. Sorry, like, let's three, do two, that. One, and then you both talk, milk. and then you're like, um, and she goes, oh, yeah, yeah. oh no, no, we cashew yeah. cream. What? Yeah. Um, cashew cream is a thing. So cashew cream is a huge thing. So I, it's is, not a huge thing. That's it's a huge lie. In the vegan I've never world. heard of it. It can't be that big. It's massive. Cashew cream. I could even make you some tonight. So I have a huge like two kg thing. I'll make you some. Cashew cream. So cashew cream is a fantastic substitute and Mm -hmm. basically you just soak cashews and Mm -hmm. then you just um, blend them in a high power blender. Uh The biggest thing that I have to say for any vegan, raw diet, non-raw, whatever, Mm -hmm. is um, that's going to make a noise. Just do it. It's fine. We're drinking wine while we do this, by the way. I think the mystery is gone, um, (laughs) if people are wondering. We have an error. We're not recording this in the bathroom. That's wine. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Thank you, sir. So... Oh, that's just for just me then Andrew's you're not gonna all right come on. We'll just, all three fine let's, let's make an event of this yeah cool. so um it's got an aerator that's why i was making noise so um there we go. yeah so for me it was kind of like okay once i had a high-powered blender i could make a lot of sauces and a lot of things that oh, yeah, i okay. didn't think that so i could make my own milks or whatever i wanted to yeah, I mean, sure. i'm not martha stewart so i'm not mm. you know. you're not in jail so obviously <laughs> yeah well um that's funny because martha stewart went to jail yeah, yeah. just yeah. got yeah. it yeah. did she yeah no i'm kidding um <laughs> So, yeah, so for okay. me, High Power Blender was huge yep. okay. um, in changing how I did things. And then we were on, actually, ironically, a very, very tight budget. Veganism is mm-hmm. very cheap anyway because the meat is probably the most expensive really? thing actually, on Really? Actually, that's plate. a good point because that was actually well, something I wondered about as well. Mm-hmm. That I've, I've, the impression that I have got is that it's harder to... And uh, therefore, you have to get so. a lot of specialty foods and all this kind of stuff. So right. that's not true. Is true? What? I, we started out like that. I was like, okay, I need to get the quinoa that is like from the Himalayan mm. things. Because mm. you hear all of these like, to be a really great vegan, you have to have like all organic, all this, You have to talk that. in this tone as well, yes, don't you? Yes, because yeah. you're doing yoga mm. all the time. Well, I'm very so you're very peaceful. I'm very centered. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's assumed yeah. you're doing yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Downward facing dog at all times. Um, so... Anyway, so we kind of started out like that and we were very kind of confused. Again, we mm-hmm. had done no research as to literally anything. Eh? We were sure. like, ah, is a sandwich vegan? We're not sure. Yeah, it right. is, by the way. It depends what you put on it. But, That's um, true. So, yeah, so I was kind of just like stabbing in the dark and then we just realized, okay, but what are we doing? No blood mm. because you're vegan. Totally. Right. So whatever you stabbed, it was a vegetable. Nothing was to be killed, yes. <laughs> and it didn't cast a shadow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it fell to the ground naturally. Yes, naturally. Anyway, yeah. And we caught it like just as the just, cut. So we yeah. just, yes, embraced it. Yeah. Um, and Tangent, so carry on. I had like a, like honestly like an epiphany one day mm. and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to cook around the food. If pumpkin's on sale, I'm going to get the pumpkin and then I'm nice. just going to make a dish around it. I'm not going to try to make mm. vegan ravioli or vegan hot dogs or whatever. Sure, sure, there sure. are fantastic mm. products out there and I think that it's great for people who struggle with it mm. you know to be like well how do I do a vegan sausage roll I mean you've got to count down now there's vegan everything sausage mm. rolls burger patties everything which is great and there's definitely a market for that Yeah. but I think if people are looking to go vegan and they're feeling overwhelmed by what's vegan or how do mm. I make that vegan or whatever it's it's not about making it vegan it's about getting vegan ingredients and being mm. like I'm going to just cook vegetables and rice and mm. add a little bit of soy sauce or make it yummy somehow I'm just suddenly aware we haven't really made the distinction between vegan and vegetarian Right. Huge. So, mm. go. Um, vegan is exclusively plant-based foods. Yep. Um, vegetarian, there are multiple iterations of it, but generally that is no no red meat, no white meat, but mm-hmm. they still drink dairy, eat oh, dairy, right, right, right. Okay. and eat eggs. eggs. Because oh, okay. it's a byproduct from an animal. Not right, the animal okay. itself. Um, but there's Which vegans would I ovo lacto vegetarian, there's lacto vegetarian, there's ovo vegetarian, you know. Mm. So Even pescatarian can be seen as oh, vegetarian, yeah, sure. so having fish. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, so vegan is absolutely no animal products whatsoever. So then back on this thing of what you guys then did when you started to make this change, obviously the the food thing, that was one adaption you made. Was there anything else Mm. that, well, you know? 
Tell me a story. So obviously then ethics came into it. And so buying obviously. our clothes. Oh, leather okay. was another big one. So, okay. yeah. I always get asked, do you throw out any Such of your leather Such an inappropriate stuff? joke I could make, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um, great, thanks. Because Andrew. of the children who are listening. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, so, yeah, no, it was really... Okay. So yeah, so how did that? that? Yeah, what was the deal so there? So, again, there's a lot of really, really great leather alternatives now like uh-huh. um pineapple leather is a really what? really big it's made from the the leafy part yeah. that sprouts out of the top of the, the pineapple mm-hmm. plant and they 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 macerate it they lay it out in the sun they dry it mm. they get all the fibers and into again white, macerate and underused mm. words if nothing else we need to hang out more just so i can let you talk for long enough that i have not used mm. in a long time yep okay yep so yeah. pineapple either. But that's so that's a really interesting up, point because I th- eventually we're gonna get in be move into a world where mm. and I, I do believe this one hundred percent and I might sound crazy that animal products Probably. are a thing. Well you're that, already oh, vegan, so of the past. You, you already sound crazy. Well animal products and animal, animal products um will be a thing of the past. Yeah. Entirely because we all have um plant-based substitutes for everything. Sure. And and the, th- the interesting thing that I that just looking at the this whole thing is that we are i think getting kind of deep here that mm-hmm. humanity finds itself in a predicament that is a byproduct of its success huh. you know so like the industrial revolution brought about so much dramatic changes mm-hmm. to humanity and so much like wealth and improvements in quality of life mm-hmm. and yet we are <laughs> at, at a just crossroads right now just in trouble it, because of it yeah, right? sure. Also, um, we look about what we used to eat 200 years ago to 1,000 years ago. Mm. We ate meat because it was a very, fairly convenient source of nutrition. Sure. Great calories. Um, and, like, we drank dairy because mm. you could give your child a huge, like, in terms of calories meal, mm. very conveniently, very quickly mm. and easily. Cheaply as well. Yeah, cheaply. Right. But now, we don't... Is it necessary? It isn't necessary mm. to actually get your child or get yourself um, a full quota of nutrition, of calories, of fat, I- everything, protein, yeah, right. um, by having foods from animals. Mm. So what what we are dealing with right now, I think, is just like a purely traditional thing. We don't need these systems. Sure. We Convenience, are, tradition, and, yeah. kind of and like the taste preference. Totally. Mm. So I think there's going to be a really interesting like turning point now where we recognize that we don't actually need this. There's no real reason for it other than... Economy, yeah, is, sure. a, is, a, is a major thing. Sure. But anyway, aside from that, I think we will see that there will be in the future. We will look back on it and go, we really didn't need need that. Actually, mm. we have yeah fantastic alternatives at our disposable yeah. at our disposal, which don't yeah. contribute to all these multitude issues that we are facing. And I right think now. that the alternatives are getting better and better and better. You oh, know, right. a lot of people mm. I've noticing that there's a huge demand for this now where mm. there hasn't been. I mean, there's a there's an incredible company called Impossible Foods and they make Beyond Meat. So they've actually made a plant-based oh, yeah. patty that I've tastes heard, yeah. like blood. Well, yeah. So, well, it's got that bloody metallic taste, which is what meat eaters are like. Well, if I could have that, then I'd happily go vegan. It's sure. just that taste. And then so... you suddenly get called out on your BS and go, actually, no. What a... <laughs> exactly. It's just the thing I said, yeah. like asking yeah. for a unicorn for Christmas. <laughs> and now you've done it. And, and now it's all good. Totally. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, but you know, so stuff like that is just, it's awesome because, yeah. and even the pineapple, they like making mm. jobs. I think the well, pineapple I mean, is... if, if you look yeah. at another industry, things like, um, you know, solar power and, yeah. and um, you know, electric cars and things like mm. that the the fact that as the demand raises suddenly the technology becomes more accessible and exactly. then you know the economies of scale for that kind of mm-hmm. whatever it is i mean again yeah. if you're just going to go purely cynically capitalistically driven mm. yeah. um if you've got a market for it people will invest into it and you'll mm. get better options as a result yeah. so yeah, totally. um yeah and, you know we are seeing like dwindling returns from the dairy industry you know mm. in new zealand i think not, not so much now but a couple of years back you know things are looking pretty dire for most mm. dairy farmers um for a lot of reasons, though. For a, yeah, yeah, for yeah. a variety of reasons. Mm. Um, so I think, yeah, like you say, if there's if there's an economy, if there's a market for it, and there's, mm. we will see a shift. Yeah. I do feel bad for the, um, you know, the vegan farmers who have to get up at five a.m. to milk the almonds. <laughs> like it's a big job. It's a big ask. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the biggest trade-off of joining the vegan community was the humor. Like yes. That probably was the hardest thing. Yeah. To like just well, know, you know that what? you'd never be funny again. I know. <laughs> and like all the jokes that you used to make like about yourself, you're like, oh, cringe. Uh, yeah. Self-deprecating as well, usually. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'd have to. I yeah. mean, you know, you're Christian vegans. You as, we, as we've discussed, you really have painted yourselves into a corner. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, guys, we have managed to go through an hour almost effortlessly. Time. Totally. Is there, is there anything parting parting words, parting thoughts Part to uh, anybody who you know again either is thinking about a, a vegan lifestyle or just I don't know in your observations those who have um, spoken to you about it something you'd want to speak to directly in terms of questions that you've encountered. Well, I think for me closing off, um, Charles and I are very different. As we said, I'm very emotive, very like spontaneous with my mm. decisions. Charles is very evidence based, so I think it kind of shows that. For a range of different people, just like mm. anything, I mean, if you're willing to undertake a new fitness regime or something, just give mm. it a go. And honestly, don't sweat the small stuff. Just mm. give it a go. If you're not sure it's vegan, did it come in any way from an animal? <laughs> if the answer is yes, it is not vegan. Right. Um, and again, I think just start small. You know, if you've mm. still got what butter left in your by fridge. An animal? Was it? What was that? What if it's delivered by an animal? Yeah, <laughs> confusing. Yeah. yeah. Homing there would pigeon be, pizza. There would be a niche for that. Um, Drones you know. are the ethical choice. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just think, I would say even ease into it. I didn't. I literally mm. went overnight, bam, bam, sure. bam. But, yeah. um, like, threw out our food in the kitchen. That had anything to do with animal. Dramatic. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's what I'd say. And just give it a go and just see if it changes anything for you. And if you're far more like Charles, well, then there's lots of evidence out there. There's lots mm. of research. I think as the topic becomes more and more Charles, uh, we should popular. somebody start with the, with the research. I'm not going to send people onto Google just to do their own research. No, 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 no. <laughs> responsible and bothers me no. deeply. Um, Good stuff. Yeah. Um... If you're looking for a, it depends what you'd be most receptive to. Receptive well, yeah, to. okay, disclaimer, yeah. disclaimer, yeah. but you know. Sure, but I think. <laughs> for me, I would read that book, How Not to Die. Okay. Um, if anything, it's a really, it's a really interesting read. Okay. And it is backed up 100% by medical literature. Wonderful. So you know it's going to be legit, and it's not just cooked up in some, you know. Cooked up. <laughs> some, <laughs> some, you know, some guy on a laptop and trying, yeah. you know. Hmm. Get some hits on his weird uh, health news website. So, yeah. Nice. Charles and Ferris Beasley, everybody. Round of applause. Yay. Thank, thank you, you for having us. We'll be back any time. Let us know. When we talk about medical research. Oh, yeah. I'll sit that one out. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a real shame, though. Don't you think Ferris would be great for a conversation around medical research? Nevertheless... That's veganism, guys, or at least the journey of two people and uh, why they decided to make that decision, uh, make that change in their lives. And I think the wider conversation, too, about how we come to these kind of decisions and for all of us to remember that really any decision we make is, is complex. You know, it's multifaceted. Uh, and understanding that um, and not just reducing people down to um, a stereotype or a caricature um, is a massive way of making sure that we can appreciate the differences in one another uh, and learning, I guess in this case too, that yeah, vegans are people too. Isn't that lovely? So uh, I will have more for you in the next little while. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you do want to get in touch with me, remember the way to do that is via the Andrew Curtis Show at gmail.com. See you soon. Yeah.